What's up, guys? My name's Ruben. This is Gil. Israel. Seuss, a.k.a. Chewy. And this is our podcast, What's Happening? After Hours. Start to sell. Like we always do. We'll just put... From the beginning. How's it going, dude? It's been a while. Yeah, that's true. We got there after hours. What do you mean? No, we don't do have to we? do that part. No, we already got that. I post that part. part. Post yeah, that it's part already part. recorded. Oh. What's up, guys? My name is Ruben. Welcome to our podcast, What's Happening? Today, we're going to go over the topic of COVID 2.0, and we're going to have a special guest, Jose, and he's going to give us his experience, and we'll get that going right now. Nice. COVID 2.0, that's a thing. Yeah. I thought it ended a long time ago. Well, now, it's didn't just... we already do a podcast on this? <laughs> <laughs> but now, it's how we're dealing with life, because it's kind of the new normal. That's true. The new normal. The new normal. Boom. That should be the caption, ladies. The new normal. The new normal. Ooh, that's good. The new normal, but... (laughs) Everyone keeps saying the new normal. We'll cut a couple out of those. (laughs) Cut out a couple new normals. Do you guys... Are you guys already wearing your mask, and how do you guys feel about... I'm still wearing my mask. I'm wearing my mask. Of course. I'm doing it with more style. Match with my style. Oh, just I just have black. Do you guys have a specific mask? Yeah, I have for, two. for whatever I wear. Different colors, I guess. Dang. Yeah. We just bought what well, kind, like mine or the the cloth, cloth ones. Yeah. yeah. We just rewashed. And I have filters shit. in it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, right. Can't get your filtered. Uh, Gotta get that filtered sir. COVID, sir. You that bougie yeah. shit. Get that. Well, because I have to wear day. my mask whenever I go to work. So. Same. Yeah. You know. Infected. Infected. <laughs> I know, dude. Someone tested positive in our office, but really? can't say who. Dang. It's okay, man. You can tell us if it was you. Okay. <laughs> There's none. It wasn't me. I promise. Secrets out. <laughs> well, I feel. Like we've known a lot of people that have gotten COVID. You know, we got the world. A few friends that have gotten COVID. It's That's coming. True. All right, it's coming out more. I mean, people are just starting to say. It. I'm not gonna lie. The first time we came out, like, I'd be nervous to be like, "Oh hey, I have COVID," and we hung out. I'd feel like a dick. Yeah, that's true. That's true, dude. That's true. Yeah. I still feel a little like offish about it. Like, oh yeah, you know, you you got COVID a week ago or like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm sorry, I'm not gonna go anywhere. You, you know? got it three months ago. I don't care. I'm not coming uh, to you. Dang, I'm dang. like, you infected, dude. That's rude. You infected once, exactly. you're gonna be infected. This is awkward. That's true. <laughs> I guess that is true. What if secretly people have antibodies and they don't even know? Because like, humans. how are we supposed to know who has antibodies and who doesn't? The survivors. I know they do tests for that shit, but yeah, but know. not everybody's getting tested. Yeah. Not even true. everybody's getting tested for COVID. Yeah. yeah. You not can get tested. Can. Have you guys been tested yet? Yeah. No. Yeah. I haven't. I have. You guys have it? No. no. What the fuck am I doing? With you guys? Hey, I'm sorry, sir. I'm out of here. Because we're I'm good. Fine. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> I just had a little coffee earlier. That's why you go to run, dude, to make sure your cardio is good. Cause you always out of breath. I know. Dude. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, we got a live one. For real? <laughs> all right, now we bring into the show uh, my good friend Jose, all the way from Washington. He has some recent experiences with COVID. Uh, yeah, what, what can you tell us about your experiences with COVID, Jose? In Washington, specifically. Hey guys, 
guys. Well, thanks for having me here today. Um, really, just it's it's a real uh, thing that's going out around here. You know, like I um, I contracted COVID uh, back at the end of June. Um, found out I tested positive around June 26th, and um, really, both me and my wife ended up getting. Uh, we both tested positive for COVID. Uh, my wife really didn't have any of the severe symptoms. She did have um, like a minor cough and um, she lost her sense of smell and her sense of taste. Uh, but that was pretty much it. So her symptoms were pretty mild. Um, I, I think I just took um, on the both of uh, the severity for both of us because I ended up having, um, I had the coughs and I also had the headaches. Um, I didn't really lose my sense of smell, but I lost sense of taste for, for a day. Uh, but then I also had a lot of fever. So I had fevers for about um, eight days, seven to eight days. And then um, I was like, you know, I really need to go to the hospital because it's just, a lot every day waking up with the chills um and i tried cold showers and uh cold compression uh, it just wasn't working so um went to the hospital and while i was waiting outside um in a in a bench because you know we had to keep social distance um i, I was just had a hard time breathing you know, it, it was, uh, I felt like a fish out of water, you know, just trying to gasp for, for air. I'm, I was breathing, but it just felt really exhausting and a lot of work. Something that you don't even think about just happens naturally. I was having to physically think about it, you know, and breathe um, and try to just kind of calm down and hope that they'd, they'd call me in so they can take a look at me. And of course, um, when they called me in, um, I had my mask on and everything, but I was really coughing and struggling to breathe all the way to the to the room that they had me in. Um, so when you when you have COVID and it's pretty bad, it really messes up your your breathing. Um, and it was it, it was not a pleasant experience, I'll tell you that. Um, but I was able to calm down by the time the doctors uh, took a look at me. He's, you know, he said I was, I was uh, just experiencing the symptoms of COVID and that um, my chart looked pretty good. My oxygen looked, uh, didn't, it, he said it was borderline, but it was okay for me to go home. And he sent me home and then um, a couple, couple days later, things got worse. Uh, I ended up having to, uh, go back to the hospital um, and this time like I already I was on a monitoring system so they were checking in on me every day um, because I had COVID yeah. and they helped me get things situated to the hospital so when I got there they took me in right away and um, sure enough they saw my breathing levels uh, go down <laughs> and they saw the that I really wasn't getting the oxygen I needed and that is why I was having to breathe more than normal yeah. Like a normal person, uh, a healthy adult should breathe about 98 to 99 percent um, on the oxygen meter. I was breathing 85. Uh, sometimes mm. I fall to about 82. So that's that's not that's not good. Um, yeah. So um, it, it wasn't a good experience. I think once I ended up passing out um, on my way to the bathroom because my breathing levels got so low, I probably hit the 70s and then I just blacked out. Um, and when I woke up, I was on the floor. Um, I was 
doing some heavy breathing, just trying to catch my breath. Um, so it was good. The hospital said uh, that they saw me, they saw my levels dip and they're going to put me on oxygen and they're going to keep me there for um, a few days and they're going to put me on uh, the medication that they uh, are using to treat um, inflammation in the lungs. Yeah. And that's the remdesivir. So um, it, it's a five-day treatment, but they only gave me four days worth because they said my levels were pretty good. On uh, I was in the hospital for uh, four days, um, and they're, they're constantly taking blood work, um, checking my... Uh, my oxygen levels, and I and I did have oxygen, but every every day they turned it down a little bit so I can see how my levels, uh, how my body would adjust to it. Um, and from there, they at the on the fourth day, they uh, they called a specialist and he made me do some exercises, and he saw that my oxygen levels actually went up when I was exercising, when I was having to do the walks back and forth and stuff. And so he says that that was a really good sign. And he said I was good to go. And the doctor came in and signed off on my chart. And then I was able to go home. Um, but, um, it was the having trouble breathing was a really, um, interesting experience for me. Uh, definitely something I don't, I don't want to go through again. And I really, um, hope pe- that people continue to use their masks because that's uh, really the only thing we can do to protect ourselves is mask and keep our social distance and pretty much be aware that germs are around us. Mm-hmm. And we'll have to do a little bit uh, more on uh, taking care of ourselves, washing frequently, um, and really wearing a mask if all the people were to just wear the mask. Um, it probably would help with this pandemic. Yeah. And did you con- so what yeah. if, uh, like during the whole quarantine, how'd you feel? Cause I mean, everyone, like when they first started, when the pandemic started, what did you guys do? Like, was your, did you guys change your normal lifestyle? Do you guys like most people, like I know for me, for example, like once this happened, I mean, we all stayed home and it was just kind of an unknown virus. Like, what did you guys do when this, when you guys um, pretty much found out, like all of us did about the pandemic going on? Well, um, work-wise, we were kind of um, told to work from home. And that was, that was uh, for the most part, our office was set up. To be to be able to uh, work remotely for about eighty percent of the employees can do that. Um, so work wise, it really didn't affect us as much, um, and we didn't change a whole lot. We just kind of went about our day. We went shopping and got groceries, and uh, we did wash our hands more. Um, we stocked up on soap and stocked up on uh, essentials and um, we'd wash everything that came into the house um, uh, to disinfect everything and um, that's kind of when we how we acted when we first started mm-hmm. we still went to visit family but it was only like I was only visiting my, my immediate family just my sisters and my parents um, and the same thing with my wife it was just uh, her brothers and and uh, uh, her parents were uh, primarily the people we'd go see um, every now and then, like once a month, we might see um, 
uh, some of her cousins that we would normally hang out with, but it wasn't, I mean, we weren't really uh, trying to go out. We yeah. did end up canceling some trips that we had planned around the same time, uh, ended up some cance- uh, canceling some flights um, to Mexico in, Ju- in, uh, uh, in May. Yeah. But I did end up going to Mexico in February. So, it, I mean, yeah. around that time was when it was barely starting to happen because I remember landing in Mexico and the airport staff were all wearing masks, but there wasn't any enforcement on, on our end. And on the way back, uh, the I think I was there for about 10 days in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, the only thing that was happening at the airports was they would ask you if uh, you've traveled to China um, in the last um, 14 days. Yeah, that was it. And if if you had any fevers or anything like that, but that was. But it was just a little chart. Like they had no temperatures. Oh, they, uh, they temperature weren't temperature. Yeah. Uh, they weren't doing anything like that. Wow. Um, so in February, I was still. It was normal because I'd already planned to go to Mexico. So I went there, came back, um, and I didn't have a, any issues. I mean, I. I we we quarantined uh, during that time, like we didn't go out when I came back. Uh, but I didn't get sick or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it was we had just kind of been going about just you know staying home, or it was visiting my parents or my wife's my wife's uh, parents. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we're not sure. I mean, my. Uh, we did end up taking a, a little road trip, and I think that's uh, where we might have got it um, back in June. Um, that's that could have been the only thing we could think of um, of where we um, could have contracted the virus. Can you tell? Can you tell the audience where you went? Um, well, yeah, we ended up going to Boise for. Ooh, uh, for no. <laughs> Um, cause Boise really at the time we were, we were in uh, phase one, which really shut down all the businesses, malls were closed and everything. And, you know, yeah. for some reason we thought it was a good idea to go to Boise and do some shopping. Um, so we went to the Boise and, and Boise still had the malls open. They had everything open. So, yeah. uh, I think that's probably where it could happen. But then again, we really don't know. Right. We were okay. You know, we're just, I'm just, you know, speculating. The only yeah. thing that was different in our schedule was that, was that trip. And, and, it, and that trip happened about um, a week before um, we went and got tested. Yes. Dang. And the only reason we tested was because um, my wife said that her coworker was exposed and the coworker got tested. Mm-hmm. So I suggested that she go get tested right away. Um, and she did. She went and got tested. Uh, the coworker came back negative on the test, but my wife came back positive. So when she was positive, I was like, you know, this sucks, but I have to go get tested. Yeah. So yeah. I went. And the same day that I went and got tested, I started feeling, I started getting some of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Like I, I started getting the headache, and then that same night, I ended up with a fever, and I had the cold, I had the, the shivers, and we went, bought medication, um, stocked up on everything we needed to do uh, to try to, um, you know, get some medication for the fevers, but it really didn't work. 
I, I'd be taking pain relievers and fever reducers, and it, it felt like it didn't do anything. I would take it every six hours, as as the instructions said for the number of um, uh, uh, the milligrams that you had to take, and it wouldn't do everything. It was it was a pretty miserable experience because I couldn't sleep well. Every time I'd wake up, I'd be sweating, and I I had the cold sweats, so I'd be cold and shivering, and I'd be burning up with a fever and. Taking a cold shower is not fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but the, it, it felt like there was nothing. During the day, I was fine. It felt like there was nothing I could do to get my fever down. But it was only like at three in the morning. Every time I'd wake up around two to three in the morning, I have to take a cold shower. I have to wake up my wife, and she was going. And she was, uh, uh, she was working during the day. Um, I was also working. Um, uh, but when I started getting the fevers, I, I had to take time off, um, and then. During the day, I was fine. I was able to be downstairs. Um, our house has a basement. So I was able to stay in the basement um, without getting hot or without having a fever until um, like 6 through 8 o'clock was when the fevers would just come back. And I get the cold sh- I get the cold shivers again. Um, I'd have a fever and I'd be cold at the same time. Um, and again, we just try the cold showers and, and try to uh, get an ice pack and put it on my head and uh, just try to do whatever I could to uh, feel better. But nothing was really working. With, yeah. one, with one of the symptoms that you were getting, you said you lost uh, your sense of smell and taste. Did you try any like fruit that or any food that you know like you could taste? Did you try it or did you just stop eating like during the whole thing? <laughs> No, well, I, I only lost uh, taste um, for a day, um, and it was a really, really funny experience for me. I was like, you know, I know what this food tastes like, but I can't taste anything right now. And I tried different foods. That I was like, so weird. I can't taste this. I can't taste this. Um, my wife couldn't um, couldn't smell anything. I was still able to smell it. I could t- I could tell what um, you know. I could smell fruit. I could smell the fruitiness uh, of, of foods, or I could smell um, like the the, when something is freshly cooked, um, and I could I could smell the aroma that it was producing, but uh, my wife said she couldn't smell anything. Hmm. And we tried so many different things, and we're like, "Here, smell this, smell that, smell this candle." Nothing at all. And uh, and then she tried. I mean, we we'd have different foods, and she's like, "Okay, food is food," but she's like, "I can't taste this." So whatever we get is just because we needed to put food, but. Uh, she said she couldn't taste anything at all, and I was like, "I wonder what that, what that feels like." And then it happened to me, and I was just, I just started laughing. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this! I can't believe that I'm, I'm, I'm biting into this food, but it, I, nothing is coming to mind of what, of what it would taste like." I mean, but from memory, you're like, "Okay, I know this isn't what it tastes like, but it, yeah. it didn't have a taste." Yeah. And that's what was so funny. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I know this isn't how it is, but." That's how <laughs> that's how I was experiencing it at the time. So uh, yeah, definitely uh, was an interesting experience for me. Yeah. So as far as like after you're going through it, you know, you're you're good, you're in the clear. Do you have a feeling, or do you think you're gonna get it again, or are you a little bit more cautious about it, or do you feel like once you had it, I'm I'm done? Um. Well, no, you can't. I I, I don't think that. Um, I say once I have it, you know, I'm done um, because the articles that I've been reading about says that, you know, you it's only temporary immunity um, that you only
only protected for about a couple months is what they're saying. So uh, I still play cautious, you know, cautious for myself, but also for other people because um, I, I really don't want other people to get to get sick. And, and at the time, you know, it, it kind of annoys me when I'm wearing a mask and, I'm, and I go somewhere to buy something and I have to talk to somebody else and they're and they're not wearing a mask or they other people are just you know choosing not to wear a mask and i'm like man if you knew what it was like i'm pretty sure you'd want to wear a mask because it's i mean it's it's protecting you it's protecting other people um uh both um uh uh, physically and also financially i mean i I don't know what it's going to cost for uh medical expenses but um, you know, if everybody has different levels of insurance, and so that's also going to affect. And really, do you want to have another hospital bill? Yeah, uh, that's something a lot of people don't really think about at the time. But you know, it, it, it's something that um, can happen. Have you, you know? gotten that bill yet? I'm 30 years old. When I was in the hospital, you know, this was going back to the hospital experience. A lot of nurses and doctors were were really surprised that I was in the hospital because I had no underlying conditions. I don't have heart problems. I don't have uh, diabetes. I don't have anything like that. They, they were saying, you know, it's really, it's really surprising that somebody who's 30 years old, you know, healthy, no previous uh, medical conditions, no medical history is here in the hospital and having to fight through this and having problems breathing. I mean, the monitoring company was like, I have a son that's your age and you know, this shouldn't be happening. This is not normal. You need to go to the hospital. Um, this was with the, with the breathing issues. And so, uh, in the hospital, they're like, you know, you're one of our, I guess, um, uh, you're one of our most healthy patients, uh, is what they describe me as because really my oxygen requirements were very minimal. They, I didn't require a lot of, a lot of oxygen um and it probably has to do with my age and i was able to recover uh pretty quickly that's that could explain why they only gave me four doses instead of um uh five um of the of the treatment uh but i mean by day three i was already able to tell the difference um i think at the end of day uh, at um on the third night, they took me off of oxygen, um, and then they saw that I was fine, uh, that I wasn't, I wasn't having issues with uh, breathing anymore. My my uh, oxygen levels were pretty good, so that's when they were able to tell, like, okay, you know, you can be off oxygen and, and still be good. They still gave me the last, the, the day four uh, treatment in the um, in the afternoon, um, and then I was able to go home the next the next morning. Wow, man, that's crazy. I mean, you know, you've had definitely a, a, a really, really interesting experience with COVID. It's been real life. Um, what do you do? You have any final thoughts about you know what you can tell the listeners uh, moving forward? What are you gonna do with your life now? Like you know, you you're a survivor of COVID. Survivor. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to focus on my health. Um, I know that um, being in the hospital and, and not getting a lot of exercise and um, also with the gym closing, I, uh, I kind of gained a little bit of weight. So I definitely going to focus on working back through my health, um, increasing my cardio so that way I can get um, – I can see what the effects are with my, uh, with my respiratory system. And also – 
like I, I just want everybody to be safe and uh, right now there's no cure I keep I keep checking the news to see how uh, which companies are working on um, a vaccine and, and what the options are out there um, you know I miss the way nor- the way things work like everything going back to normal yeah. um, but for now you know we definitely stocked up on masks and every time we go out we um, make sure that we have them available and we're cautious about wearing a mask so that way we don't get sick again because I definitely don't want to go back to that um, don't want to go to the hospital and don't want to have the fevers again that, yeah. that was uh, pretty hard for me was, was mm-hmm. having um, so, I mean and everybody experiences it differently I, when I was in the hospital I met people I met nurses that had COVID and they said they got they, they only got the fever for three days and then they were they were uh, they just had to do their quarantine for 14 days, but uh, during that time, they only the, they only felt um, the experience for like three days was the worst for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, it was, it was eight days, and that's a lot. You know, going back, I was like, man, if it was three days, yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. But um, doing eight days, yeah, that that takes a toll on you. So yeah, now we we're more cautious. Where every time we we go out, we get something. We gotta uh, sanitize ourselves and and pretty much just uh, focus on staying healthy and uh, protecting ourselves. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Jose, for you know tuning in with us this evening. And, yeah, man. You know, thank you're our you first for, guest. I know you're our Appreciate first special it. guest here. Ooh. Yes, the first survivor of COVID. Yeah, wow. First survivor. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. No, we appreciate your time and we appreciate you sharing your story with us. You know, stay tuned and we'll definitely uh, send you that link. That way you can listen to yourself. <laughs> All right, man. All right, son. Sounds good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Your wife in the background. <laughs> She's like, these guys have no, I know, too much time on their hands now. <laughs> but no, no, for real. No, all right, that's it. That's, that's right. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Thanks for tuning into our podcast again. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. Provide some feedback, whatever you guys want. Thank you. Stay tuned. What you guys want to listen to. Uh, yeah, thanks. Like, subscribe. We'll be on the lookout for special guests. This up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, plug real quick. What's my plug? <laughs> oh. oh.